0: listening to the loving bdsm podcast episode 320 kayla lords here with the one the only the guy who said he doesn't want to drink a coffee while we're recording a podcast who even are you john Brownstone.
1: i am fully caffeinated today and don't need any more help than i've already got
0: i know and i want you to be able to sleep at night right i just
1: it's it's strange i know it's
0: wrong somehow it's right it's also wrong it'll be fine it's It's fine i don't know how to handle myself it's fine It's fine. (sighs) Okay, fine. (laughs) This week, we're talking about how to submit. Specifically, we're talking to submissives and those who have a submissive side. uh, How to submit when you're feeling angry or otherwise upset at your dominant partner. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one, so it's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big thanks, as always, to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We're able to keep doing this weird thing on the internet, in large part <laughs> because of our kinky patrons, and we are fucking grateful for every fucking one of you. Indeed. If you'd like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can. Join us at patreon.com slash kaylalords, that's patreon.com slash kaylalords, or use the link in the show notes. <laughs> i you're don't know a, what is wrong with you're me. a hot mess today i am uh i'm gonna blame you and the paddling from earlier we'll talk about that later fine uh um, it's, your fault. it's all your fault
1: i will it, yeah it is okay
0: <laughs> yeah there we go just just own it
1: and uh i'm gonna make some noise in the background here because i'm turning on the fan to keep us cool because it's
0: still a uh, florida, florida summer, summer. i don't care what uh what autumn vibes anybody's getting anywhere else right? it's still summer so before we get into today's topic um I wanted to just remind folks who, or let you know for the first time, cause you might not know. Um, we're talking about kind of the nuance of stuff that happens in power exchange that will inevitably happen in any power exchange relationship. And um, this is, we talk about this kind of stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. We also help you figure out how you might handle these things in the future in our 30 days of DS workbooks uh, available on our Etsy shop, link in the places. Um, specifically kind of acknowledging the fact that conflict and anger and negative emotions are definitely gonna happen at some point mm-hmm, in your power exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, that is in the first volume of 30 days of DS. The It's just called 30 days of DS. And the second one is helpfully called 30 days of DS volume two. Uh, <laughs> uh, you get 30 prompts, conversations, starters, journaling, whatever, however you want to look at it um, to think about different aspects of your power exchange uh, with tons of links to resources of content we've created over the years um, to help you understand how we think about that topic or to maybe learn more about that topic or to just kind of get the conversation going. Um, So 30 Days of DS uh, is a thing for you to do to help you work through and think about some of the stuff we talk about here on the podcast, available on Etsy, uh, link in the places, but also if you just go to Etsy and literally type in Loving BDSM, will pop up. Okay, that's <laughs> all I wanted to say about that. So uh, <laughs> if anybody is like, wait, angry, y'all talked about anger before, we know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will actually have um, those episodes linked as well uh, in the places, depending on where you're watching slash listening. We have just talked about the concept of, yes, you're gonna get angry in your DS relationship, sort of normalize it, um, things to think about, ways to react or hopefully not to react. Um, that's from a few years ago. Uh, 2019, I think. And then we did in, was it 2021? We um, did an episode on going to bed angry. Might've been earlier this year, but I think it was last year. Anyway, those are linked if you're interested. This one actually, this topic actually comes from somebody who reached out and asked specifically, how do you submit when you're angry with your partner? (laughs) And um, yes, when a dominant gets angry, there are things they need to think about and it can be Mm -hmm. hard to want to dominate a partner if you're super angry with them, we get that. Um, The reason we're making this a topic or speaking specifically about submissives um, or when you're in a submissive role, maybe if you're a switch or something, um, is because depending on how you handle your power exchange as the submissive partner agrees to give up some level of control or to do things that they would not otherwise do if their dominant was not the one asking them to do it. I promise you, I would not get the coffee pot ready every single night if JB didn't want coffee in the morning and I hadn't agreed to it as part of our power exchange. There are things I just Mm
1: -hmm. would not
0: walk through the world doing without the power exchange being part of it. So when a submissive gets upset because of some conflict that's happening with their partner, and anger is only one of the upset feelings True. you might feel True. there has to be this moment in your head of where are you gonna go what do I what do I want to do and I don't know that it's always a moment you can stop and think clearly okay am I gonna keep doing my stuff or if sometimes it just sort of happens so fast you you go one direction or another but I think it's worthy of its own conversation mm-hmm. um, we do not have all of the right answers every single scenario in which, a dominant upsets their submissive partner. It's going to be completely unique and context will be important. Um, so you kind of have to find your own way. Um, we will absolutely share our view and how I've handled things like that, but just know that might not be the right one in specific scenarios. So, um. <laughs> so let's start with the fact that, uh, yes, submissives can get angry mad pissed hurt, yeah. upset like pick a word at their All dominant the partner now as the <laughs> dominant i have been angry before and you know i have been oh yeah
1: angry. <laughs> oh yeah
0: how do you feel what maybe goes through your head when you realize that i am upset with you
1: <laughs> i mean
0: to be fair sometimes i'm upset with you at the same time that you're upset with me and true. i'm pretty sure neither of us is thinking true completely of how the other one is feeling we're we're in our own right like gunky stuff of we don't feel mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. i cannot off the top of my head think of a time where you were like do 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 and i was sitting on the sideline pissed off at you maybe it's happened but can you think of like mm. times when i have been angry with you and how you felt about that from a dominance perspective um
1: I can think of a couple times you've been angry at me. Mm -hmm. And um, I think one of the first things that, that come to mind is how to handle it as to not allow it to escalate more than it is. Yeah. And get to a point where everybody involved is calm enough to have a discussion and talk about what's going on. Mm
0: -hmm. You have learned over the years, if my upset feelings are uh, like at a higher scale than maybe yours are, because for the most part, if one of us is upset, we've probably fussed and we're both upset. Uh, It is, I genuinely cannot think of a time, I can think of a time I was upset with you, but you knew exactly why I was upset and you were like, you were contrite and you apologized and we dealt with it. Um, but I can't think of a time when I was angry at you and you didn't know, which is, can anybody imagine me not making it clear how I was feeling um, <laughs> or didn't know why? Like, yeah. but you, you know, I've, you found a way to, if that's happened, when, when I'm upset and you're upset, you've, I don't, I can't think of too many times where I felt like you dismissed my feelings, which I would say would be a big mistake yeah, <laughs> for any no, partner no, to, no. to just dismiss the, the other partner who's upset. Um, I have had to learn that it's okay to wait to talk about it. That one's mm-hmm. been a hard lesson. Um, but in general, I think it helps you continue to be who you are when things are good and when things are not so good. And that makes a difference. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm dealing with a Jekyll and Hyde situation. You don't flip a switch. You don't just become somebody that I don't recognize. I know that happens to people. I've been in those relationships as well. And that's a whole different story where really what you might need to be thinking about is is this relationship even healthy for me. Um, So let's talk about like the different the different feelings, the different reasons for feelings and the different potential ways of reacting. So in my view, there is a difference between, I'm angry because we're disagreeing about a thing. I mm-hmm. see things from a different perspective and I can't get you to see my perspective. And we just are fundamentally butting heads on something where once we calm down, hopefully we'll find a compromise. Right versus the you fucked up in some way and I found out or it affected me and now I'm pissed. So in our relationship, one time you did a thing under, I mean, you were under an extreme amount of stress. You did it and then within like 10 minutes, like I found out, you told me about it, you confessed. I never even got the opportunity to be angry (laughs) because because the confession happened so quickly. Um, It was more of a disappointment, it was more of a, I don't want that to happen again, kind of thing. Um, But I think when it comes to what are, what am I gonna do as a submissive? Am I gonna still submit at all? Context is everything. Like, did you just violate my trust? Did you just go back on your word? Did you just dismiss me completely? Did you just belittle me? No things Mm -hmm. you've ever done. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But you know, if you yourself are out there going, but am I, those things will, elicit a completely different response it, for me, then, oh, we just are disagreeing. We're trying to get to the same place. We're just disagreeing on how to do it. It happens mm-hmm. for us most with money and with parenting. Um, every once in a while, I will be disappointed because I thought we were gonna do a kink thing or I thought something was gonna happen and you being the decider have decided that that's not gonna happen the key there is I might be disappointed, but I'm almost never angry about it because you're communicating with me through that entire decision-making process. Sure. You let me know what your reasons are. So even mm-hmm. if I don't like it, I understand where you're coming from and I can respect it. Yeah, Or I can grudgingly go, oh, you're fucking right. I just wish life was different. So in the instance <laughs> of betrayed trust, broken consent like lied like those bad behaviors how do you submit I would say I don't know how you can keep submitting Mm -hmm. like if you fundamentally lie to me within some level of our relationship that rocks the core of our relationship I promise you if I'm still getting that coffee pot ready at night I'm begrudging and I'm probably slamming shit around like I'm probably cussing And I think that the difference there would be, do I think that it can be repaired? And so for Mm -hmm. me, personal decision, everybody will be different. For me, I'm probably going to keep doing the things I agreed to do because it's about my personal integrity, regardless of what you're doing. I said I would do this thing. I think this relationship will still be continuing once we get through (laughs) this, whatever it might be. I want to keep being who I am. Also, I'm a petty bitch, and there will be a little part of my brain. Thankfully, this has never happened, but I know who I am. Who's like, well, He can't do his shit, but I can do mine. I know that's petty. That's probably not healthy. A therapist would probably tell me I need to work through that. I don't care. Hmm. If I was in that kind of situation and was willing to keep doing it, it's definitely because it's like, look at me being better than you. (laughs) I am so glad you have never put me in that position. (laughs) Very, very grateful. I think that again, if you see another side of, you see your way through that situation. You can mm-hmm. kind of see, okay, we are probably going to work through this. This is shaking things up, but I think we'll still be together at the end. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I would probably keep doing my things.
1: And I and I've noticed that about you. Um, you know, even in the times when we fussed and we've been angry with with one another, you know, you you've still followed through with your with your protocols, with your rules. Mm-hmm. You know, making the coffee pot, preparing the bed at night doing those things you know even a, even as far as asking permission to come to bed mm-hmm. you know so
0: begrudgingly when when well. <laughs> when there has been conflict it's begrudging i'm yeah. i've yeah. got toed about it but also it depends, again, context is everything. So that goes to the other side of it. Mm-hmm. If we're in a disagreement and I think you're dead ass wrong, either for making me wait till tomorrow to talk about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I don't like the solution, or I, th- I think that you handled a situation not so well, and I'm upset yeah. about it. In that case, if that's why I'm upset, and it's not because the foundation of our power exchange has like cracked, it's just the, the conflict that happens between people. Mm -hmm. I will absolutely keep doing my things because the way we work, and I know this, first of all, I don't, rarely do two wrongs make a right. (laughs) Right? Um, And so there's that. But also once we get through the conflict, because the conflict is the conflict, then if I just didn't do my shit that I agreed to do without us talking about it first, and you understanding that i just didn't do it
1: mm-hmm.
0: once we've dealt with the original conflict now i know who you are you're gonna come back you got and some be like... explaining to do <laughs> now i do think that there should be room for somebody saying i am so upset about this situation i'm so angry i'm so mm-hmm. whatever i i can't i can't do this tonight i can't do this tonight yeah i can't do this today i can't do this right now and i think that." as long as this does not become the constant refrain of your power exchange, where the least little small thing means all responsibilities that you agree to do get thrown out the window. And even that, I would say there's probably, it's not an all or nothing thing there either. I think in my opinion, a decent Dom is gonna kind of go, okay, because- Even the tasks of getting the coffee pot ready, that is so benign, it's not kinky, it's not a risky thing, it's just a daily task. Mm -hmm. I still have to give my consent to do that. And if for some reason I'm like, I I don't consent to do that. I have every right to withdraw my consent. The reason I say that is the problem, and you might wanna air quote that, is if if you're constantly in conflict and that's constantly the response, it's not that you can't withdraw your consent as a submissive because you're in conflict. To me, that means there's something deeper of why is that the first thing that you, you're ready to throw out? And why is there so much mm-hmm. fucking conflict? Like, what where's the mismatch at the root cause of all of that? That's what I mean by that. I have not felt that way. We've never, there have been times that I have been slamming pillows around the bed to get the bed ready.
1: <laughs> Those poor pillows.
0: <laughs> because. We're not dealing with the issue. You told me that we're going to have to wait and calm down for the right. next day. And I don't like that, even though I agree no, with you,
1: it. No, you, you don't like that. Um,
0: even though I agree with it. Yeah. We did a whole episode on it. I see I see why it's helpful. I still don't like it. The There's a fine line, though, because I really think that if I was just flouncing around and like muttering to myself about how shitty things were, I feel like you would call me out on that. Me sort of slamming the pillows around with intensity as I pull the sheets out and this bed gets fucking ready. And maybe when I bend over the bed, I go (sighs) (laughs) You've never said anything to me about that.
1: No. And you know, here's kind of why. Um, emotions are already running hot mm-hmm. all right and you know not being in a good place you know whether yourself both of us or or, or whoever mm-hmm. um, you know it it's kind of like all that calling you out on something like that at that point well I might not be happy about it mm-hmm you know all it's going to do is escalate things
0: sure and now we're definitely not going to bed till we talk about something <laughs> yeah
1: so you, you know um when i say to you you know look neither of us in a place to talk about this now once we are calm and and we have dealt with these emotions we can sit and talk this through
0: And need y'all to know those that is the calm JB relaying what he's trying to express now.
1: Well, at yeah. The time. Let us Does be it always real. come out that way? No.
0: No. Sometimes you are clearly at your limit, and you're like really pissed. And again, you should listen to the other episodes or watch we other episodes. We will we've done talk on.
1: about this later.
0: Right. And something about that. I, maybe it's my own stuff and my own bad <laughs> tapes and my own trauma and my own stuff. Does not like that. I want it sorted right then. (laughs) Even though I don't like it when you speak all angry and I'd prefer to wait till the next day (laughs) when you are calm. I want the calm JB of tomorrow to be with me tonight so we can deal with this. I I appreciate that you don't try to limit my, the way I express my upset or anger or disappointment. Mm-hmm. Like, again, if I was being disrespectful to you, saying things to you that are beyond the bounds of our relationship, right? you know, my my personal philosophy, and I know there are people who do not agree, I'm not good with the, well, I just say shit when I'm angry because my childhood trauma ass goes, wait, that's what you yeah. really fucking thought or you wouldn't have said that. Now I know people don't always agree with that. So I'm very careful about how I speak when I'm angry because I don't want to ever say something I can't take back. I mean, if you
1: you called me a poopy head while we were angry, that would be crossing a line.
0: Oh, that's not what's going (laughs) to come out of my mouth. (laughs) But also, so that's part of it for me. That's part of my personality and how I sort of try to move through the world. But then, because... Submission is not just a role I take on and off. It, Mm -hmm, to be submissive mm -hmm. for me, this is who I am and our power exchange and our relationship in general, thankfully it is very healthy and it is very good and conflict is very rare, is more important to me than the two seconds of satisfaction I'm gonna get if I say something that I might actually really mean, but I know is outside of the bounds of our power exchange. Like, the, mm-hmm. and I think it does go back to the the rule that we've set for our relationship. And it's set for me, but it goes both ways of, we can say anything we have to say to each other. We just have to say it with respect. Which means that as long as I'm just beating the pillows, senseless, as I get the bed ready, or I'm slamming the coffee stuff down, and I'm not directing that at you, mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. said anything disrespectful. I also think that there, the Everybody, regardless, but definitely submissives who will, some of whom will tell themselves they're not supposed to do this, needs to be able to express their emotions. Anger, upset, hurt, sadness, disappointment, all of those emotions are valid.
1: Sure, absolutely. I know I'm not the only
0: person on the planet who will tell herself, well, I shouldn't feel that way. Look, let us not should or shouldn't all over ourselves. We just get messy and nothing gets better. You feel what you feel, okay? That is valid. It doesn't matter if it makes sense to anybody else. A thing happened, this is your emotional response. If you don't like your emotional response or you look back later and go, maybe that was outsized and didn't fit the moment, that is between you and your therapist or whatever you do to deal, like that's work you gotta do. But to have the feeling is meaningful and it's real. Now, what we then do, what our actions are, that's where... (laughs) in my opinion, maybe I've just been raising kids for too fucking long, mm-hmm. you don't get to just do anything or not do anything cause you're angry, right? Yeah. I don't think that means that if you're so, if you're that upset as a submissive, you can't withdraw your consent to do a thing that you would normally do until you calm down or until it gets resolved. I think you have every right to do that. But I think that that is a different thing than going on the attack and saying shit that Mm -hmm. you can't unsay and the other person can't unhear, or that you, in the light of day, a day or a week later, you would be embarrassed to have done that and it will have long-term consequences on the health of your power exchange. Like that's something to consider. Now, if you're ready, if you're so pissed, you're in burn it down mode and you're not trying to save this power exchange, that's Mm -hmm. different. That's different. That's different. <laughs> if this is a relationship you're trying to actively work through. Better to slam pillows and huff around or whatever. And to maintain the respect, hopefully of both partners. Now, if your dominant's not being respectful, you got bigger problems, okay? If, if everybody's upset and you have to maintain respect, but your dominant gets to be a total asshole to you, no, 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 no. Fuck that shit and fuck <laughs> that person, okay? But if the other person is being relatively calm angry as mm-hmm. well and ex- and letting you know that they're unhappy sure sure then it really to me is what do, what do you want how do you want this to end like do you want the relationship to end well fuck, fuck it if if you're a burn your bridges kind of person then burn your fucking bridges i'm not sometimes i wish i was not with you <laughs>
1: Oh, thank there you. That's good to know. <laughs> but if you're actually hoping that at the end of
0: this, everything's still together and you're still with this person, then what you do has to kind of factor that in to the best of your yeah. ability. So if the other person is a douche, I <laughs> walk the fuck out of there if you got to. Okay. Okay if this is just a, a rough moment a rough patch mm-hmm. most of our conflicts have happened in high stress times they just True. have because our tempers wear thin our mm-hmm. nerves wear thin we just don't have the tolerance for quite as much bullshit. we each are feeling i'm thinking of like the past 365 fucking days uh, longer now we each want to feel like we have control over our life at a time when everything feels out of control yeah. and so then we're quick to anger, or we're quick to mm-hmm. want to get our way. Yeah, you know.
1: I mean, there, there, there is a big difference, and several people pointed this out in in the live chat. There, there is a big difference to you know actually sitting down and talking about it later than. Never wanting to bring the subject up and just kind of sweeping it under that's the rug. That's unhealthy
0: because that's only going to breed resentment, and right. now that's an unresolved issue that will Correct. come back up. Absolutely, it never just Absolutely. goes the fuck away. Now,
1: let me ask you a question,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and you know from our track record, mm-hmm. you know when we are in are in these situations, mm-hmm. we do all we always do get back to what is happening, and we talk about it and we yes. work it through. Yes. Okay. So, when we are in those situations, and I tell, and I say to you, you know, this is not the time, mm-hmm. emotions are too high, and we need to wait and talk about this later.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, you may not look at me, you know, with those beautiful brown eyes and say, yes, daddy.
0: I don't. Okay, I really no, don't. You, no, you
1: don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Absolutely not. But... You do agree to, to it. Yes. Okay. Would you say at that moment that that is uh, being somewhat submissive?
0: Yes. It's, it's submissive in the larger context of what it means to submit to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, it can be, and if it's helpful to others, go for it, can be seen as power exchange submissive. Um, I don't feel that way at the
1: time. Okay. I okay. am
0: cuz if you recall,
1: <laughs> the
0: first time and these kinds of times of we'll talk about this later when we're calm tend to be when the argument and the conflict starts in the evening. Because mm-hmm. when they start in the day, we can usually give each other like 20, 30 minutes of breathing space and we and, come back to talk. And we
1: come back to talk, yes. So
0: the first time, and I don't remember when it was or what it was about, the first time you d- pulled that on me, where we, it was the first time we were angry right before bed and you were like, we're going to talk about this later. We're going to talk about this, whatever. Mm-hmm. I felt powerless in a way I don't like, <laughs> definitely powerless in a way I don't okay. consent to uh, in general. And I did not yet have the experience with you and the trust that we really would get back okay. to it. I was so terrified that this would be repeat patterns from previous relationships I've had and that you've had where True. we just act like it never happened and, and kind of like life is great and right, never mention it again. Yeah. And also when we're in that level of conflict, I will come as no surprise to anybody that I have serious opinions about shit. And if we're in conflict, it's because my opinion is not meshing with your opinion. And I wanna make sure that my voice is heard. Sure. I, I'm i sure that has a lot more to do with other facets of my life <laughs> and not my submissive nature and the the, the power our power exchange but I think it's also okay if somebody says, I wanna make sure my voice is fucking heard because I give you a lot of fucking power and control over me Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna be heard. And so that fear that I might not get that opportunity made it very difficult for me to agree to that the first probably two times, definitely the first time. That was probably the closest I've come to not being very respectful (laughs) in our dealings. Cause I, I mean, and. But looking back, that came from my place of fear. You know, that was not just anger. That was, that was everything else. And that was, what it. You know, that was the fear that something would fuck up our own relationship. We would fuck up our own relationship, yeah. and the relationship is too important. What we have is too important. I'll fight tooth and fucking nail for that, even if it means I gotta fight yeah. you. Like I, <laughs> I'm there now. Once we stayed true to our word. Now I think one time we went a full like. 36 hours before we were both in a headspace that we were willing to talk to one another. (laughs) Usually it's by like midday the next day, right? right? Like we don't usually take very long, but because I had enough of the experiences where that's exactly what we did. Like the next day we were, let's deal with it. Let's talk about it. And I had the experience of waking up the next morning and still thinking I was right, but not being so angry. Like I could talk to you and I felt like I could express myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw the error of my ways and went, okay, I don't, I still don't like it. I want to resolve shit quickly. I don't want to go to bed being pissed off at you. That does not feel good. We've done that episode, but now I, I know we'll still take care of it. So right. it's easier to bend to that. The first couple of, t- the other part about that, what made it so hard the first couple of times was, I think I said it a minute ago, is the powerlessness. And you and I have had a couple of moments where in conflict, I've said, you're getting your way just because you're the big D right now. And I I fundamentally disagree. I disagree with every fiber of my being. That's a hard feeling to have, Mm -hmm. to know that I agree 99.99999% of the time with what we're doing in our power exchange, enough so that I absolutely will sometimes Go with the flow, even though I would do something different mm-hmm. because everything else is so good. But in conflict, that's that point zero 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 one time where it I I, str- I struggle hard with it because I want to get my fucking way and I'm not going to get my way. And I've had triggered responses to that before. We've had to talk about that, and I mean yeah. trigger in like the mental health way of of being taken back to a time and a place in my mind where I was powerless then too, and going, I don't ever wanna feel that way again. Right. For us, when those times occur, they occur like out, out at the edges of our day. Like I've already done all my stuff as a submissive. I've already done mm-hmm. all my tasks. We've been mostly fine. The, so I don't have to make a conscious decision in that moment, am I gonna submit? I have to make the conscious decision of, am I gonna be the submissive I promised I would be that most of the time is, is who I am in this relationship and is right for the power exchange. I don't think about, I don't have the bandwidth, I'm not stopping to think about it that way. I'm not making a calculated decision, but it's a decision I have to make. And that goes back to what I said at the top, which is, if you see yourself getting through this moment and there's still being a relationship on the other side, then carry yourself as the person you want to you want to be known as unless there's something telling you I just can't consent in this moment. I can't be this right mm-hmm. now. And I think that's valid, you know. Yeah. We've talked about it before. We know plenty of kinky couples who have usually in moments of high stress and conflict, they kind of have a safe word where they tap out of the dynamic. Correct. So that they are they're not bound by whatever agreement they made as dom and sub so they can deal mm-hmm. with the conflict on more equal footing. Right. Um, so far, we have not done that.
1: No, we have not needed to, thankfully. Uh, yes. Knock on wood. But that
0: but that <laughs> means if we had had something like that in those couple of times where I it had been physically painful because I was fearful and I was triggered, I might have because it was such a hard Mm -hmm. moment to get through because I was upset. And I recognized that I was acquiescing because that's what I do. I'm a, even when I'm angry, I'm still a bit of a people pleaser. And of course I want to please the people I love the most. And I'm so used to you being in charge of everything and deciding everything, obviously with my input, usually, that it's just sort of a natural thing. I'm going to dislike what you say, but you're the one in charge. And the, the one time, I it's fairly recent, six to nine months ago, I pushed back against that because it was the only time, and I don't think you did it consciously. I think it just, perfect storm of bullshit. I felt like you used that to your advantage. Well, I'm the big D and I'm in charge. And I think you might've even kind of said, like it was the heat of the moment, like you said something <laughs> like that. And I went, oh, 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 no, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what this is right now. You're, you're not using your status over me. That, <laughs> if we were having arguments like that all the time, I don't, I, like our, something about our power exchange would probably have to fundamentally change. Right. It was a one-off in a, in a, just a mess of messy, messy bullshit that we were just,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it just happened, but after, almost 10 years of knowing one another to have yeah, that's, one time, if that's the time that i'm bad? thinking
1: of there there were multiple things oh, that that were
0: hitting all at, it at was. the
1: same time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah, it was not a pretty time for us
0: no neither of us was at our best
1: no no. <laughs> no no no
0: but again i i think about all the times when we have been sort of at our best and it's it's worth it. Yeah. Like, yeah, this one moment sucked. You didn't violate any of my boundaries. You didn't, mm-hmm. you know, traumatize me in any way. You did not cause or perpetuate or actually abuse me. We're gonna get through it. Now, right. if it became some repeating pattern, mm-hmm. that would be a bigger problem. And yeah. we then have to probably fundamentally change our power exchange, go find some kink-aware couples counselor. Like there'd be a lot of work that has yeah. to be done. Um, but yeah, you know, I think when it comes to being a submissive and how do you handle submission when you were angry or fill in the blank of your negative emotion here, it's com- it's complicated. There's no clear cut answer. Like how you do it depends on about a million details. You know, what's mm-hmm. the situation you're in? How often does it happen? Is this part of a repeating pattern? Do, are Have you literally in clinic, I mean it clinically, have you been triggered by something, you know, is, is this a repeat performance that you you, you and your partner dance in this tango all the fucking time? Like there's all kinds of things that have to go into that decision of how to handle it. Right. You know, I think for me, it helps as well for when there's a future conflict that so far, <laughs> most of the time, the conflict we find ourselves in when I'm angry with you, or I'm upset with you and you're angry and upset with me, we still want the same outcome. We're either in opposition on how we get to it. Correct. Or because tensions are so high and stress levels are so high, we're actually saying the same thing. We're just not hearing each other. Yeah. And those kinds of situations and those kinds of conflicts are going to, elicit different responses of what you do Mm -hmm. in the high tension situation than if it's, you know, somebody's just a gigantic douchey asshole. Like if that's the reason we're in conflict, well then, you know, I'm going to be a lot less agreeable and a lot less, you know, forgiving later and looking back on it. What I'm, I'm working on is trying to, when we find ourselves in those situations and I get upset, I'm trying to like take a moment and for just for just thirty seconds, like in my mind partition off the part of me that's pissed and thinks I'm right and just let me do what I want to do and and look at it clearly and go, wait, are we saying the same thing? Are we trying to get to the same goal? Mm-hmm. What's gone on in my day or week or month or year? What's gone on in you know? Where we come, what is what are the outside factors that are, um, you know, affecting this, right? Mm -hmm. Like us getting into an argument around the time your mom died, I was like, this is not about this argument right now. And so then I was able to temper my anger with some understanding that, okay, I have every right to be angry. And that's a thing that that's a hard balance to find if you're a type of person who's not used to owning and naming and, and mm-hmm. you know, embracing your own emotions as valid. Like if you've struggled with that and I have, this is a difficult thing to get to. And I'm only here because I'm in a relationship with somebody who is safe and honors my emotions as real. Like I, you've never gaslit me. If you're not this, yeah, the fuck mm-hmm. I am, right? So I, I temper my responses with understanding of the situation. That does not mean I have not called you out politely. True. Because there have been times you have been angry at the world and you took it out on me. And I went, mm-mm, mm-mm yeah. Mm, yeah. no. I love you so much, daddy, no. Maybe I didn't say it like that in the moment I waited for him to calm down. I went, mm-mm, for future <laughs> reference, mm-mm. Um, it's, you know, I, I recognize yeah. I'm probably a weirdly introspective person, probably at a, a level that most people never get to, but I do still think that some level of introspection can be useful. Like if you can have a, a little bit of an understanding of your own internal world and your own internal processes and why you do the things you do, even if you don't, you don't have to go as deep in it as I do, it's fine, It's prob- most people probably shouldn't, whatever. But if you can have some understanding of why you do what you do, it becomes a little bit easier in a relationship that you want to keep having. <laughs> <laughs> in a partnership that is working for everybody, it becomes a little bit easier to understand why people are doing what they're doing or to at least imagine and to empathize why they're doing what they're doing. Um, that is does not mean it's a free pass though. I don't get, I don't get angry, I don't think I get angry over what I would consider small things that I just misunderstood or Mm -mm. or thought thought your intentions were worse than they really were. Like I actually err on the other side. I give you a huge amount, I give people a huge amount of the benefit of the doubt, even when they definitely don't deserve it. (laughs) Um, But because of our experiences with one another, I now have all of that data to just sort of pull from and go, okay, this is like this time and here's how we handled it and here's what we did well and here's what we didn't, but oh yeah, I remember the conversation we had and we worked through it and we both know and I just have to mm. wait for him to calm down or I just have to wait for me to calm down, right? right? So <laughs> um, if anybody's like, the answer to the question is fairly simple, but man, y'all can keep talking about it because to me, it's not that simple <laughs> because it it depends on so many factors. Um. Have I ever, I know I have, but can you think of times when I have been angry with you and I've never hidden the fact that I'm angry with you. And I don't (laughs) think that you should have to either as a submissive. If a dominant cannot handle having somebody be angry at them, they need to like go stop being out in the adult fucking world because people get angry at people all the fucking time. Right. Um, I'm not impressed if a dominant partner is like, you will not express anger to me. Fuck you, yeah, I will. I'll try to be polite about it, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm have my feelings. And if you are part of the reason I'm feeling this way, you're gonna know about it. So knowing I've been angry. Right. Is there ever, what are, not has there, what are the times when you're like, no, you, you Kayla Lords did not handle that well. Like, how did you, how have you felt about that? how does it impact things going forward like um
1: i I think in the times when you've not handled it well um I think more than than anything and and i this is not something I would say to you
0: mm-hmm.
1: and in those times mm-hmm. um i'm i'm but in my head, I'm thinking that I'm disappointed in you.
0: Oh, God, I'm glad you don't say it at the right. time. Right, and, and,
1: and I wouldn't, and that, yeah, because I, I know what effect those words can have. Right. Okay, but, you know, in here, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is so not you. This is not how you do things, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm I'm kind of...
0: I know, and i must i'm I'm sure there have been times I've sensed that from you one I don't like sensing that from anybody, <laughs> but definitely you. I can't remember which argument it was they're all they they get resolved so that's helpful, yeah, and they're never really about anything that ultimately matters like they feel important at the time they really mm-hmm. don't it's not about the state of our relationship, so I don't hold on to the why of our conflict, but I remember a time fairly recently. Like within the past six months, year, we were I was upset. We were we had disagreed about something, and the way you responded to me triggered some some bad shit. Yeah, and I yeah. I knew it was a little bit of an out of body moment of <laughs> knowing that my response doesn't even make sense in this situation. And it was huge and it was outsized and like there's that part of me that's like feeling foolish there's a part of me that knows exactly why i responded that way and i walked off stalked like rr, rr. and i don't know if it was that day or if it was the next day it was later when we were both calmer and i said i remember saying i am um, i apologize for that yeah. i apologize for that but let me explain to you why that happened
1: mm-hmm. and
0: could could me of five years ago have had that realization in that conversation probably not could have had the realization and not the conversation. That would have been difficult, but we've been together long enough that you've never been dismissive of that So if I, I, right on one level, I know you don't get it on another level because I've met your family. I know you do get it. You just don't, you've not responded to the things that happened to you the way that I've responded to my own past. And True. so that's where you tend to be confused because you're like, <laughs> oh, I recognize the behavior you're describing. I just, your reaction, I don't, I don't get that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but you've always heard me out and let me explain myself. And then I have noticed over the years, you've taken that information in on some level because you try really hard not to repeat those things. Not even though it's my work to do to not to deal with the fact that that's how I respond to stuff. You still try to adjust yourself. Well,
1: I, I think that would be a failing on my part if I didn't try to learn from these things Mm -hmm. you know going forward Mm -hmm. you know you repeat your past mistakes that's a yeah yeah
0: you're not doing so hot right so how do you submit when you're angry it depends it depends is this a one-off conflict that you some part of your mind understands will probably get resolved Mm -hmm. my advice would be try to continue to be the submissive that you want to be if it feels appropriate. But I would also say if the right answer to you feels like you have to withdraw your consent to submit and do certain things in that moment, then you withdraw that consent. A good dom, look, a person's gonna be disappointed. They gonna want what they want and they didn't get it. And now they're gonna be disappointed. Of course, we all go through that. Mm-hmm. But a decent dominant is gonna be like, I am disappointed, but I'm a, also a grown ass adult who can live with disappointment and honor your you know, withdrawing of the consent there. Um, and while I personally do not handle conflict this way, if, if the anger or the upset comes from a, a moment where you're like, you know what, this relationship is over. Hey, burn that fucking bridge on your way out the door. Like just <laughs> light the match and go like, uh, you know, burn it to the ground. <laughs> and then of course there are, that's a sp- spectrum of responses and then you can pick and choose yeah, anywhere on, yeah, on that yeah. level. But I i am um, personally, I am gonna err on the side of, don't say anything I can't unsay and take right. truly take back, be the person I want to be, be the person I agreed to be. Um, for me, again, this is a healthy, safe, thriving relationship that's just got a blip, right? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not going to then have to answer for my own behavior late like I'm not putting mm-hmm, myself in that position. Mm-hmm. Um and I think the other thing I would say is own your your feelings and emotions and and be mindful of a partner who tries to minimize how you're feeling or deflect that they could not possibly have been the reason and you know, like those are signs and they don't always rise to the level of red flags, but they can. You know, this is true and important for everybody, regardless of kink, not kink, dom, so it doesn't fucking matter. Like owning our our emotions, both owning our emotions and then also owning the responsibility of how we behave when we're feeling away. those mm-hmm. are important things. like i I feel like more people probably need to like understand that you can feel whatever you feel that does not give you the right to just act and, you know. However, you want because of how you feel. But I feel like a lot of submissives tend to minimize their feelings. Yeah. You know, partly because we're typically, you know, trying to be or in a power exchange where our focus is on the other person. Our focus is on the happiness and well-being of our dominant serving or submitting to our dominant and making sure they have the things that they want. And it is very easy for submissives to forget that they are also supposed to get the things they want to. (laughs) It's supposed to be fulfilling for everybody. And when you have a habit of diminishing your own emotions that aren't even anger or hurt or sadness, they're just disappointment or, unease or concern, like that becomes a pattern that then makes it harder to deal with what's happening when you are legitimately angry. If you can't name that emotion, you might not even always, you know, understand what you're feeling or where it's come from or know how to deal with it. And those are all skills. Some of us got to learn them when we were really young a lot of us didn't (laughs) if you've got boomer or older parents you probably didn't (laughs) uh there are too many of us who heard the you're crying oh i'll give you something to cry about or why are you crying you have no reason to cry like we've many of us too many of us have heard that Um, and so, yeah, is it any wonder that as adults we're like, I I don't even, I don't even know how to let myself feel the emotion, let alone name it, let alone express it. Like, come on. So yeah, there's that part too. Mm -hmm. What, is there anything you would add to any of that? I
1: think you're, you've pretty much, I think you've done a very fine job.
0: I love a a question or a comment that gets, that gets the gears, Mm -hmm. you know, turning so that the rust shakes off. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah gives me gives me all the thoughts
1: get the dust out
0: yeah i don't always know what i think until like the right question or scenario is presented and i can tell it's one word that i want to talk about when i'm like mm-hmm. oh i can't stop thinking about mm-hmm. it i got lots of thoughts um so yeah there is that mm-hmm. okay so <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got um
1: <laughs> and
0: I guess we'll do a bonus section. Okay. And the live chat has been lively, and I've missed all of it because yeah. I knew if I looked at it, I would lose my train of thought. There so, sorry I missed that conversation, but it looks like uh, looks like it was a good all one. Right.
1: So, are we good? I have no idea. Keep, Keep it kinky, tinky, y'all,
0: and we'll see you next week.
1: <laughs> Daddy. Yes, baby girl.
0: Yeah, talk to the crickets, please.
1: Oh, with a smile like that? How can I refuse? (laughs) It's either a Cheshire (laughs) cat grin or a Joker grin. I'm never quite sure. Talk to the crickets, girl.
0: Thank you. So, (laughs) a bonus section time I will say. If you wanna have these kinds of like thought exercises alone or with your partner, one, you can always use our topics. I know many people who will reach out and go, we listened to, I listened to your podcast. I sent it to my partner. Now we're talking about how we feel about Mm -hmm. it. And I think that is amazing. If you want something a little bit more structured, just a reminder, 30 days of DS workbooks, uh, that's what we created for you to do that, to talk through as slowly or quickly or uh, whatever pace, uh, think through, talk through, these kinds of issues to ideally prepare yourself ahead of time for when they will definitely happen <laughs> uh, or to go, oh, the way we have handled it in the past, maybe that wasn't so hot, but we're not in conflict right now. Maybe we can talk about it and then the prompts help. So 30 days of DS on our Etsy shop, link in the places, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so it's a bonus, it's a bonus section. I Where like there's kink-related stuff. Yeah. I, um. I will, do not worry, I will complain about my time spent as a yard work submissive. I <laughs> don't, don't enjoy that title, but here we are, or that role, I should say. Uh, we went to a munch last night. We did. And I was less anxious than you I were. have been. Mm-hmm. I was still mm-hmm. anxious. I the, Last month when we went to that munch, the whole day I was anxious. Like, I was on edge. Yeah yesterday day before recording we went to that munch i got anxious when we got in the car (laughs) that's when the anxiety hit
1: and and i have to say you did very well um you did get to a point though when you looked at me was about two hours into a three-hour munch and and you kind of looked at me and you really didn't even have to say anything i just kind of saw the look in your eyes and
0: and again, it's one of those things everybody I encounter at this munch is super nice, super mm-hmm. lovely, really cool people. Um, I don't know if it's just all these months now I've spent just in my little quiet corner of the world in my own fucking house. I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's, we've talked about this before, my anxiety has been through the roof because of, you know, life. Um, it was easier the last month and still very difficult. And I, I don't want, like, a couple people I know at The Munch, they listen to the podcast and I would never want them to think that it's them. It's not, it is the literal definition of it's not you, it's me. Mm -hmm. Um, I did get a a seat by the wall, so I did not have to (laughs) worry about anybody on one side of me Um, because of timing and when people showed up, the people who sat across from us were the exact same people who sat across from us last month. And so that connection was already there. but I got cold cause we got rained on and then it was yeah. very cold in the room and I stayed cold and that did not help. I was like, and then the oldest was supposed to come home straight after band practice yesterday because we'd left his little brother Excuse by me. himself. And I was like, mm, I would feel better if, you know the big brother was there and he got delayed at band practice and so I I think under normal circumstances I would have been very calm about it, but my brain spun up into oh my god, is is did he get into an accident? It'd been raining when we left. It's not that far from the high school to our house, but anything can happen. And so I'm texting him, I'm texting the the twelve year old, I'm like, Where's your brother? What? And it was like a good from the time I started started going, Wait, I should have heard something by now to when I finally did hear something, it was like the longest twenty minutes. <laughs> So it's just, yeah, there came a point and and then you had even said, oh, not a lot of people RSVP'd. It might be a little quieter than last month. Yeah, It was busier. It was more packed. I had a, a better vantage because we were mm-hmm. in a corner of a long, like I could see as people were coming in and they were just pulling tables left and right. And then there were people on the edges of the room and... Lots of people. Yeah,
1: and and it was it was funny. Uh, I was talking to the person seated next to me, and while we were talking, we both noticed at the same time it was like the um, background noise of the room just all at once increased exponentially. Mm-hmm. And
0: then there'd be you know there's natural lulls in conversation. When there were natural lulls in conversation, the whole room would go. Silent,
1: mm-hmm. And we'd
0: all just sort of look around like, whoa, it's quiet in here. And somebody would start talking and then it would pick itself back up. But yeah, by the time we got to the car, uh, also uh, what we ate for dinner did not agree with my stomach. And so that no. then did not help. I was just like, I'm ready to go home. I was, I, um, you get kind of like amped up and like energized from that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. you had, had not slept well the previous like two no. nights and I was, I had been worried about you there cause I was like, you look exhausted. How are we gonna do this? Um, And um, you were re-energized, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: normally that means you can't sleep and you did for me. Oh, I
1: did, yeah. Oh, I did.
0: The, my social battery was like on empty by the time we got home and I cr- when we went to bed, I curled up in the bed and I think I was out almost the moment like we finally shut everything down like i don't remember Mm -hmm. anything beyond okay i'm turning on the sleep story now i was like okay
1: we we never (laughs) we never rolled over from our our first position (laughs) and that's pretty much how i don't remember anything yeah
0: um i did say that i'm i'm gonna give it a couple more times um but if i continue to feel this overwhelmed that I will still go, I just will not go every month. It's just, yeah. I was like, give me a couple more times. I recognize it's a, it's a me thing. It's not a group thing. It's not a them, it's me. And either I will adjust and mm-hmm. grow accustomed to it again, or I will not, <laughs> it's like, uh-uh. Yeah. So. I mean,
1: I, I know when we attended on a regular, our old month where we used to live in the Tampa Bay area, you, you did very well there, but it was also a much smaller group. hmm
0: And I ended up getting to know most of the the regulars, at least, mm-hmm. on a, a very personal basis. And so I could sit across from any of the regulars and I was gonna have a decent conversation. Right. And it got to the point over time where I, if I saw the regulars, I was super excited to see them. And it was, well, we would be, like I, you know, friends enough with at least one person that we would text in between. And, you know, it mm-hmm. was just, we were close enough in that group where two members of the Munch, their partners, and they invited us to their wedding. Like it was that, that was not an overnight kind of thing. Like that takes time, but it was one of those things where when I started going, it was right as the numbers were starting to die down a little bit. And then I got comfortable when it was a small group. So then as more people started coming, Coming. I was already comfortable. And so I was not phased by there being more people because I had a core group of people that I knew I could always sit with and I could always have a conversation with. And I had confidence that that's what I lack here because Mm. it's very hard in a a room like that with that many people with people moving and wanting to make sure they talk to everybody because people know each other to have like, I want the introverts paradise of I have a singular conversation with one person for most of the event where we're like staring into each other's souls because we've just had that level of like deep, meaningful conversation. You can't force that. You can't Mm -hmm. predict when that will happen. You don't know who that will happen with. Right. Uh, The small talk, even with people I know, which was helpful, that makes it a little bit easier. I feel a little bit more relaxed. Small talk is so exhausting. <laughs> so exhausting, mm-hmm. so exhausting. So no, I, you know, I, I'll i keep trying and see if I can get back to who I was, find my place in the group. That's part of it too. Mm-hmm. Cause y'all, I don't show up as Kayla Lords. Like, yeah, I'm introduced as Kayla, but like, I don't bring podcast Kayla to these <laughs> events. Because unless you ask for that, (laughs) I can't. I (laughs) because I'll take over then. Because now it's performance, it's a stage, it's a my job is to help other people. That's way different than I'm just gonna sit at this table and eat my fucking dinner, y'all, and just be a person. It's the being a just being a person thing I struggle with. I feel like that's probably a conversation for a therapist. (laughs) I (laughs) don't know. I don't know. So yeah, we went to the munch. You had a great mm-hmm. time. I did. You, um, by request of the other people, uh, you brought pins to, cause somebody wanted to look at them and then somebody yeah. else. And then people were like standing around, going, Ooh, I like that. Then we had um, a person who attends the munch regularly that you've gotten to know that had ordered a paddle. Yes. And um, we did local delivery. I really probably need to update the site now that you're getting to know so many gangsters that, Yeah, we'll offer a local delivery um, so people, local people don't have to pay shipping. Um, And you brought, and we put it in a bag so it'd be discreet because we Mm. don't know how other people feel. Like we're in a vanilla space, right? I, you take it over You take it from, go to the car Bring it in And I see you over there And I'm in my corner And I'm happy in my corner Okay Not missing out on anything I could people watch And I watch And you're talking to the person You're talking mm-hmm. to the people Surrounding the, that person And you're You know And next thing I see First of all You turn around and go I need business cards I ended up have to go in <laughs> twice I finally just handed the whole stack And then I watch And it was almost like A person crowd surfing In a concert audience The paddle Just went from one person To the yeah. next To the next And yeah. I was like like, well, fuck. Who needs advertising? Just-
1: well, the funniest thing to me was when I walked in with it. Um, I think I told you all about the uh, the waitress a while back that I had given a slapstick to, mm-hmm. and she was there working the room with with another waitress, mm-hmm. and I walk in. Now, like she said, we had in the bag, wine bags are great for paddles.
0: Yeah, they're still not quite long enough, but they cover for the, most of For, the, for the
1: long ones, yeah. Yeah, they cover most so, of So, you know, this this was one of the, the long, big paddles. And, you know, about four or five inches of the handle was sticking out. Yeah. And she was there, this waitress, and she saw me walking in with it, and she was like, oh, you brought me another paddle.
0: And I don't – and you're <laughs> – see, we're not <laughs> slick enough – Neither of us for you to have immediately just gone. Here's the card, you can go shopping. I'll bring it next month if you order something. <laughs> we're just not, we're not that mercenary yeah, commerce minded. Yeah. We probably so should it, be.
1: It, it was, it was kind of that, that made me chuckle. Mm-hmm. That made me chuckle. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So, yeah, so. we, the munch yesterday, and then this mm-hmm. morning. So I take the youngest to school. I come back. I did a couple things in the office, <laughs> getting us ready for the day. And I go, okay, I'm gonna go take a shower. And then, and you're like, okay, fine. And like, you were yourself. There was no evil glint in your eye. There was no mm-hmm. cracked smile. There was nothing. There was not even a tone, Nothing. You're like, okay, and it's like normal. And I go into the bedroom, and I knew the fir- one of the things I need to do is make the bed. Mm-hmm. And I look over, and I'm like, the bed is not made, but the covers are pulled up. And then I see a paddle. I left
1: something on the bed for you.
0: Now, normally, the way we normally handle stuff, though, is when you put a paddle out. If I ask about it, I, everything will be delayed, and I will be teased, and taunted, and will get no satisfaction of knowledge of mm-hmm. what the fuck. But also I had literally just said, okay, I'm gonna need to make the bed and then I'll take a shower. And so there's this paddle in the way of me making the bed. And I'm like, well, I have to ask, like maybe he pulled it out to take a picture. I don't know. So there's a window between the office where you sit and mm-hmm. our bed and we keep it open so the cats can traverse. And I pull up back the curtain and I go, I'm holding the paddle and I go, am I allowed to make the bed? And you go, not yet, hold that thought. <laughs> and that's when Cheshire Cat grin, gleaming eye comes out and I go, oh, now the paddle is not my personal favorite, favorite. It's beautiful, like it's a prototype of our resin inlays. Right. So longtime viewers or pe- anybody who um, was definitely around for when we were doing more live streams will definitely have seen it. It's a long wooden paddle with eight point stars cut out of the center filled with red resin. Uh, it is too stingy and smacky for my taste. It's not thuddy, thumpy. It's, ow. Um, and you're like, okay, this is where we're starting. I'm like, oh, this is both going to be great and suck at the same time. Cause the long paddles go across both butt cheeks and that yes, make, they do. I don't know why, but that makes it hurt worse. I don't understand the <laughs> physics of it. I just know that it does. And then the wood Wood is hard, but there's something about it where it's not like granite hard, but the resin adds a a firmness that I don't, again, cannot explain the physics of it. It's somehow harder once you add the resin in. And you didn't like start on one little butt cheek and Mm -mm. move to the next. You were like straight across. And I was like, okay, my ass is on fire.
1: I knew we had limited time and I need to maximize
0: what we had. You did yeah. We and it was like maybe fifteen <laughs> minutes if that you then you go, so you beat my ass with that thing and I'm and we're playful singing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, no, no. And if I had really meant no, I would have safe worded. And I'm like, You're mean, and you're like, Yeah, but don't you like that about me? And we're like a lot of that back and forth. And then you go, I know, I'll go get a paddle you like. You did not bring a paddle like you brought a paddle I like, but I only like it when it's used properly. It was our electro paddle which feels amazing when you use the electro stimulation with it. When you just hit somebody with it. I'm like, this is super stingy. Why do you think I like this And Then there was that, that laugh right there. And then you brought out another wooden paddle, which uh-huh. was thuddier but still now it's on being used on a very red, tender ass. I was like, yes, no, I don't know how I feel. And then finally you brought out my favorite, but by then everything hurt. And I was like, wait, this doesn't feel the same. Do y'all hear that? (laughs) That, 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 that that, Um. that type of sadistic chuckle. That is what I was dealing with. (laughs) So, yeah, it was very short, kind of intense. I did have to kind of at some point go just in my head, just breathe. Just breathe. Mm -hmm, If you tense mm -hmm. up too much, it'll just hurt worse. Just breathe. Um, I assumed uh, like then like the first 30 seconds that what you were doing was going for the reaction. I mean,
1: (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Uh I don't know what you're talking about. And
0: I don't have to. I don't fake reactions. I give you my my honest one. But you had. Like, like the intelligent sadistic motherfucker that you are literally a motherfucker just saying um, happened to be a mother and he fucks me um, you had like plotted it out how long had you been thinking about that was well, it all spur of the moment
1: well I knew I was going to put something out when okay you left for you to find when you got home mm-hmm. I just didn't know what it was going to be so I went to the tie rack.
0: Yeah. There's all kinds of things that hanging on that damn I, tie rack.
1: I, I don't have ties on my tie rack. No. I have paddles and floggers right. hanging on my tie rack. So, uh, yeah. And uh, I just kind of spun it around and saw it caught my eye.
0: So was it like a sadist paradise of roulette? You're like, I'll just spin it <laughs> and whatever it lands on. Sort of And so that's fascinating to me because in the moment I was like, I think he planned this out. He was picking, he picked a series of paddles that I don't object to at Mm -hmm. all, but that do not necessarily give me the sensation that I really want. He wants me. To, I mean, I was like on my t- like. I'm bent over the bed, but my toes were up, or I kept pushing my butt into his his pelvis so that he couldn't reach my butt. A lot of good that did you? It did not do any good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was delightful. It was uh, it was short and sweet. I'm glad that kind of sensation. I can't I can't do for right, long term. Right. But plus th- this this butt is out of practice from that. So we're
1: we're gonna whip it back into
0: shape. <laughs> I'm here for that. Yay, look at us talking about kink stuff in the bonus section, so it's actually <laughs> bonus content. Okay, can I complain about being a yard work submissive? You can
1: complain. Hey, we
0: did good work.
1: We did. So, you, and you did good work, too.
0: And I, I j- truly did not complain. I Will there come a time in the future when I am used to this stuff that I complain? Yes, I, without a doubt. I know who I am. So it started out with yard work, which... We had had over the years, we've had the kids help with yard work depending on their age. Mm-hmm. And then there comes a point where, because these are definite indoor cats, I've told both of them, your mission in life is to either never live in a space that has a yard or to always make sure you earn enough money you can pay somebody to do your right. yard work. Yes. The, these children are not people. Now they could change, people change uh, all right. time. But at this point, it, could, it life, could
1: be different at some point when they, you know, right get,
0: when it's their own yard or right. whatever, whatever. But the no. So you had gone through years of, of back and forth with both of them. Most recently, the twelve-year-old is mm-hmm. about to be thirteen, and you got you said it, and I don't blame you. You got tired of the fight of getting them out there, getting them to help, and so you would start doing it on your own again. But when you were telling me for this past summer that you wanted the 12 year old to learn some of these things and to help you, you had said very plainly, I cannot keep doing this by myself. It's just a little too much. I need help. So when you you finally gave up on the youngest, who has the skills now he can, you know, use a a push mower and, you know, he can do certain things and he's capable. And in a pinch, would we definitely call on either kid? Yeah, yeah. we had to, we would, but you went back to doing it by yourself. And finally, I was like, wait, you said you needed help. You don't want to fight these indoor cats who definitely like, it's just not worth it. I, I will help you. And mm-hmm. you, I said it a couple weeks ago and you did not believe me. And you were out there anyway. And I was like, I said I would help yeah. you. So here I am this past weekend actually helping. And did I have that thought of what the fuck have I done to myself? Of course I did. But here's what <laughs> really went through my head, which you were teaching me how to do some things. I used a, uh, Stick edger. A stick edger. I didn't even notice. Call. I used the push mower, which really isn't a push mower. It's self propelled. I just have to hold mm-hmm. on. Um I got to work the blower. Um that was it, yeah? Because you did the weed eating and the right. you used the riding mower. Okay. Yeah. Fine. So one <laughs> this body has not done legit labor <laughs> a very long time. And I felt that immediately. I felt a sense of accomplishment when I was doing stuff. Cause right. I was like, look at me not fucking this up. Um, but then also it wasn't like overwhelming, like, you know, have to go hide my head in shame kind of thing. But with what I was doing and how I was feeling about it, being unaccustomed to the heat or the level of actual effort, I was like, oh my God, he absolutely has needed help. And then I started feeling guilty <laughs> because it was like, I should have been out here sooner. I should already be accustomed to this, what we're doing. So this doesn't like feel so difficult. Like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I f- was feeling awful. So then I finished my group of tasks. Um, and I, you were finishing up. So I had nothing I needed to do. So I <laughs> sit down in the garage on a chair, garage doors up, I'm drinking my water. I'm breathing very heavily. I'm having to remind myself like deep breaths. Don't hyperventilate my... Um, feels like all of my nerve endings are tingling from all of the vibrations of all of the tools I've been using. My muscles are screaming at me like, bitch, we like soft seats. That's what we do. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm hotter than hell, like all of that. And I'm sitting there and you, you waited for hours to ask, and I appreciate that. Tears start streaming down. <laughs> Not because I was unhappy, not because I was in pain. Partly I was overwhelmed. It was a little cathartic kind of thing. I have not actually put that forth, forth that much effort in a very long time. And I there was a little part of me going, am I even capable of this even anymore? I don't know. Well, <laughs> part of it was, cause I was like, he has been doing every step of this process. And I did two of three of those steps in small portions. I was like he's been doing every step of this process with no help or with very unwilling help from the kids. Oh my god, I just let him be out here by his dance. <laughs> I was sweating so hard you couldn't quite tell Because I wasn't sobbing It was not right. like a outpouring of emotion It was just tears just streaming down my face And I was trying to act like nothing had happened Because I felt like a <laughs> damn fool And you're looking at me like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine I was trying to get my breath back And it was later, hours later You were like, were you crying? When, when we went like, for a
1: coffee after
0: I was like, look, there might not be any crying in baseball But there is crying in yard work Sorry, i just letting you know so we did that and we actually made really good time considering you had to spend a lot of time teaching me how to use certain things that I had never yeah. done before. Or like in the case of the push mower, it had been 20 years almost to the date since I had last pushed a mower. Um, so then we moved to the backyard and I, I, I want to point out, yeah, I'm crying, but I'm not whining. I'm not complaining. Yeah. We just did the damn thing and we moved to the backyard where we had to replace our house has irrigation. It was that way when we bought it. Um It's beneficial. And I'm also not a fan. <laughs> we replaced what? 30 foot of. A
1: 30 foot run of uh PVC pipe. Yeah. And two <gasps> sprinkler heads.
0: Yeah. So you were digging out this trench and I'm standing there watching going. Cause you had said, all I need you to do is be my beautiful assistant. I'm standing there watching and I'm watching you dig. And like, you've got this trench. Thing, and I'm like, and then I realized there's all this dirt and I go, do we need, to, we need to dig the, the loose dirt out from the bottom of this trench you're digging, right? And he goes, yeah. I said, I, I can do that, right? And he goes, yeah, you should be able to. Next thing I know, me, me, the house cat who likes soft cushions and blankies <laughs> and books on, on my hands and knees on the ground, shovel, like with a little trowel thing shoveling out of the dirt. Got a war wound, still didn't complain. Like, I literally ripped off skin off my knuckle and then literally rubbed dirt in it and still did not complain. All my hands and knees, I back up the whole 30 feet, doing it out, blah, blah, blah. We get it done. I just want it on the record. Did not complain the whole time. She
1: didn't. Am I bitching now?
0: Maybe a little bit. She did
1: not whine or complain or or anything. She didn't.
0: I'm really hoping it's a long time before we have to do irrigation again.
1: Or at least in cooler weather.
0: Yeah. Irrigation problems are only allowed to happen in December from now on. I have decreed it, okay. (laughs) No, no. Mm
1: -mm. But we got it
0: done. We did get it done. I felt really accomplished. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was sort of a a nice reminder that, oh yeah, my, my body can do these things. Like yeah. I, my reason for not doing them is not that, you know, I have a an illness or a physical disability or there's anything that prevents me from doing it other than the fact that I just don't fucking want to. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I just don't fucking want to. Um, I hesitate to use the like old adage I'm out of shape because I have A shape so how am I out of it? But you, we all know what I mean. I'm definitely out of shape. Um, and it made me want to get stronger. That was a cool feeling to be like, wait, mm-hmm. I would like this to be less of an effort the next time I push this damn mower. you know, <laughs> um, That was cool. Mm-hmm. Still not a fan, but yeah. it, you know what? This is, I didn't feel submissive in like the mindset of, oh, you are the decider and in charge, but I did feel what I tend to attribute as a of me feeling submissive, even though it doesn't have to be this way, I felt very helpful, mm-hmm. and you can be helpful and not submissive. And I am aware of that. I don't need anybody to tell me that that is how it is. But for me, when I am helping you like that, I do feel submissive. It's a okay. it's a submissive headspace for me, okay. um, and that was kind of nice too because I was I absolutely had to follow your lead in everything. We all know I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, I knew I was helping you in a way that you should have been helped all along and that assuaged some of my guilt over it. Um, I felt useful, I like feeling useful. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, there was, hmm. oh, there, I accidentally made uh, yard work submissive stuff, uh, power exchange E2, look at that, a (laughs) bonus section with actual bonus content. Go us. Um, So
1: yeah yeah well you did you did good thank you and i was grateful for the help
0: i am grateful that this weekend it's just mowing the lawn and it's not irrigation or even hedge trimming you don't have to trim the hedges and i'm I'm
1: not i'm not gonna lie this past saturday took a toll on me and it wasn't until after we came inside and we were both showered i pulled up the weather app and I looked and I saw it was 93 degrees. Actual temperature was 93 At like 11 degrees. in the morning. So yeah. it only went up from there with, with a feels like of 103.
0: And you know, I don't know what a dry heat feels like. I I'm pretty sure that's probably a hot heat, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it's hot as fuck. All I know is what humidity feels like. And that's <laughs> where I feel like I'm breathing through cotton. And that was, yeah. that was it. And then, okay. Okay. Okay purple hair problems. We're outside <laughs> in the backyard working on the irrigation. It's hot as fuck. When I was down, trend- taking out the extra dirt from this big ass trench you've dug and you would take a break so I could kind of catch up on, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. We tag teamed it. I would watch him get the hose out and just do run it right over the top of your head, get yeah. your shirt wet, cool yourself off. And I went, I would love to do that. And then I went, bitch, your hair is still mostly purple you are not putting random ass water. I still had to rinse my hair even though it was not wash day because, <laughs> of course, I'm digging out this dirt, and I I don't know what I did, but my my hand went funky. And next thing I know, I splashed. It's not the right word, but I got a face full of dirt because <laughs> I flicked the I missed that.
1: Rug. I must have missed that. Oh, yeah, wow. it went in
0: my hair. It went up my nose. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was I was like, I would like to just splash myself with a hose and i was like yeah purple hair girl problems like no 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 <laughs> and a-
1: and afterwards when we were getting coffee i told her i said you know you understand how lucky we were i mean one it really only was a 30 foot run that we had to replace i know I and know. and thankfully where we were digging other than a few roots, which were easily dealt with mm-hmm. um there were no rocks, no concrete, yeah. nothing. It was very easy digging.
0: Yeah. I mean, I... I sure, I have nothing to compare it to. Mm-hmm. It did not feel easy. My shoulders were on fire. I didn't have too much muscle soreness. I thought I would. Mm. I had some in my shoulders and then in my... A little bit of my arms, but...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah. I did the damn thing. You I didn't did. complain too much. I'm glad we for right now at least or it's just mowing the lawn this weekend mm-hmm.
1: um we trim some hedges too that's what yeah i said that earlier we don't have to do that again nope. like
0: for a while i mean yeah. we'll have to do it again but sure it'll be a little bit not this weekend um yeah no neighbors tried to like talk to you for like two hours which no came, i <laughs> look Uh, I will be friendly and neighborly with folks. I'm not, I mean, I'm a bitch, but I'm not a total bitch, but I know that I walk around with strong resting bitch face because no neighbor of ours, I know no neighbor of ours when they see me out in the front yard or me walking around in the garage or in the driveway will ever stops to try and talk to me. And I'm grateful for it. Not a complaint they can see JB from a, like they're on one edge of their lawn on the other side of their property. And JB can be on the other edge of our property line. And they'll yell across to him to trap him into a conversation. You gotta stop looking so fucking nice and being so nice. I mean, I try to be nice. (laughs) I don't look nice and I'm okay with that. Because next thing I know, it's been a few weeks, but I remember you were like, it's an easy morning of mowing the lawn, I don't have to trim hedges. I'm just I'm mowing the lot, mm-hmm. I'm coming back in. I'm like, okay. And like two and a half hours go by. And I'm like, it doesn't take this long. Even I knew. Yeah. It didn't take that long to mow the lawn. I go out there to check on you because I'm like, is he okay? And I see that you are trapped in our driveway talking to a neighbor. Yeah. And when you came in, you're like, yeah, we talked for like 45 minutes. no. I mean, you do have all the neighborhood gossip, which I do appreciate knowing that, <laughs> but no, no, none of the neighbors try. They you don't try to make I'll with me at all. She, she
1: did not come out to try and rescue me.
0: Oh God, no, I was not getting trapped in that conversation because here's how this works. There was, it's been ages, I don't know, several months. We come home from like grocery shopping or something. We went and did errands. I don't know, we had tons of stuff in the car we had to like haul in. I have to both pee and I'm saying this loudly. I have to go to the bathroom and I'm holding about six bags and I stand up at the front door. I walk back to the car, stand up to the front door. He gets trapped in the driveway talking to a neighbor and I'm like, yeah, I really have to go to the bathroom. He's got the keys to let us in. Nobody was like there. I needed him and I was trying to like, I could have just taken the keys from him, but I was trying to help him out. He kept talking. So I'm not sure how I can save you. But I also will not Get sucked into that Vortex of small Talk and Endless nothing like no 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 Especially not my own driveway I'm not Going to be trapped in my own driveway Like It's not happening And these are neighbors there's at least one I've had A, a 20 minute walk That was supposed to be a 20 minute walk with Lola Turned into a two hour walk because we chatted Yeah, It was a good conversation sure. But you know I know. No. <laughs> so I just continue to to carry the 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 don't fuck with me vibes of this face, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't have to worry about it too much.
1: No. No.
0: You guys stop being so fucking nice, or at least looking so nice. Get that open face, like yes, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Chat with me. I'll make eye contact with you, smile and wave, like you give them signals, and then you wonder how you get trapped in your own driveway. there <laughs> go. <laughs> glare, I just relax my face. <laughs> and see, everybody associates you with the car because the 17 the year old is driving my car. So I'll be driving down the road out of our neighborhood. It's not him, but all the neighbors wave because they think it is. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'll keep his <laughs> reputation. So I wave back. I think they're usually shocked when they see it's me. These days they <laughs> should know at a glance. I mean, the hair is purple. You cannot miss it. All right. So, yeah, I'm very grateful we did not get trapped last weekend. I know it's probably going to happen, but I have a really, like, I don't know why. I have the ability where somebody can be talking to you and I'll just walk away. They were probably trying to talk to me too. I just walk away. I don't say anything. I don't go, pardon me. I don't excuse myself. I just wonder. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i leave you there
1: (laughs) throw me to the wolves
0: i should be ashamed of myself but i'm not so there's that
1: (sighs) all right we probably should get we should
0: we should um i got nothing Mm. thank y'all for being here thanks for joining us thanks for listening for Mm -hmm, watching mm -hmm. for all for all of it uh especially to the bitter end yeah um and uh yeah, add yard work to my list of submissive tasks that I would not otherwise do I was <laughs> not in this relationship. It's fine. Uh, okay, we're gonna go.
1: Yep. Bye. Bye.